Welcome to the Fulfillment Project Podcast, where we, the seekers, unite together to step into our higher selves and highest purpose. I'm your host, Simply Sarah, and I'm glad that we have found each other here today. My aim for this show is to give you some tools and strategies along with the awareness of emotional intelligence and intuition as you create a life and business from alignment, creating more joy and fulfillment every single day. Welcome to the Fulfillment Project Podcast. I am your host, Simply Sarah, and today we are chatting about what to do if you feel like you have lost your center during a time of high productivity or a busy season. And I'm speaking right to this because I feel like I am in one of those seasons and I'm doing a lot of really intentional alignment work to make sure that I don't lose my center. And I want to chat about that today to help you out as well. It, you know, I went years of being in these high productivity seasons and losing my center and then feeling like it took so long to get back to my center and then I'm back into a busy season. And one of the things about alignment work is ensuring that everything that we are doing is for our highest good, no matter what season you're in or what's happening in your life. Because losing the center really means that we're losing connection to ourself. We will feel disconnected. We will feel scattered. We will feel a drain of energy because we're not tapping into that higher potential. And ultimately, this can lead to burnout or leaving us very depleted on some level or another. One of the things that I'm always trying to focus on is that I don't want to face reality. I don't want to just deal with reality and what's coming at me. I want to create reality. And so in every now moment, we have the choice to be able to show up for ourselves or to not. And let's talk about this in this conversation. And so when we are in these busy seasons, and if you have lost connection with yourself, you might be feeling overwhelmed and there might be a lot of scattered energy or even a lot of scattered thoughts. And we just feel ungrounded. We feel like there's a lot going on and it can get very overwhelming. You might feel that if you stop, you will crash, or if you slow down, then fatigue will hit in. There might be frantic energy where you're here, you're there, your mind's here, your mind's there. And again, this comes with that ungrounding. There might be a hyper-focus on time where you feel like there is a lack of time. Maybe you're always watching the clock or you're watching your schedule or you're looking at the time or you feel like, oh, I only have this amount of time to do this or, oh, I don't have enough time to do this. So when we become really hyper-focused on time, it's a huge indication that we're actually in fight or flight. There's a fear there. There is a scarcity there. And so when we get into these busy seasons, it's really important to pay attention to our nervous system or these signs and symptoms that pop up that are a little bit of a, you know, a check engine light that comes on. The other thing that can happen when we're in a really busy season is that I feel like there's too many trains. I call it, this is what Joe and I call it. I got too many trains going on in my head, meaning I have maybe a train for the business and what's moving forward there. I got a train for what's happening with the kids. I got a train for maybe appointments or things going on. I got a train for maybe some stuff that's happening with family. I got a train with some stuff that's happening with friends. And you got all these different areas that need your attention and focus, but every train needs to move forward. And it can get a little overwhelming when we realize that we only have the capacity to put our focus in so many areas in a given day or have that energy capacity to be able to show up as our best within all of that. And so my goal for you today with this conversation is to bring you back to your center or give you some tools and some strategies to be able to help you come back to your center if you are in a busy season. 
I'm recording two podcasts back to back today, and this is the first one. The second one will be out a couple days from this one, and it's going to piggyback onto this conversation. Because the other thing that I've noticed is when I am going through these high productivity seasons or busy seasons, and there is a lot of output, if I lose my center, it usually ends up in a crash or a longer disconnection from myself where I can end up feeling lost. And so if you're in a space of feeling lost or that you've you know lost, I'm just going to use that word because it's it describes this perfectly. And there will be that disconnection from yourself and there might be that lack of inspired energy and things might feel kind of dull or you might just feel like, I don't know, I don't know what's going on. Like, I just feel lost. I don't feel centered. I don't feel focused. I don't know where things are going forward. And a lot of times that is a symptom after not being centered through a busy season. And so if you feel lost, listen to this episode because it might bring to life uh, why you are where you're at in that type of state. And then I can help you on the next episode. And so when we are in these states or in these seasons, we have to make sure that we are increasing our alignment practices to keep us centered. Things outside of ourselves can throw us off centered if we are not connected with ourselves. And so when we are connected with our truest, highest self, that inner being, that soul, that universal light, that God energy, whatever language you want to use, is perfect for you. When we are connected to that internal energy, we will have a broader capacity for everything happening. And this is one of the reasons why we get so focused on time when we feel like we are in these high productivity seasons is because we feel a lack of connection. Therefore, we feel a lack overall and we feel like we don't have time to fit everything in. And so lack of connection will create, create lack in everything outside of ourselves. And so getting centered, getting connected is always number one. And making sure that we're not telling ourselves, oh, well, after this season, then I'll slow down. Or after this season, then I can restore myself. Or after this, or after that, or when this happens, then I can. All of that is delaying joy. It is delaying fulfillment. It is delaying that centeredness with yourself. It is delaying your overall happiness. And we want to make sure that we are not waiting and delaying joy. We want to make sure that we stay connected with ourselves through all of this so that there isn't a roller coaster of physical, mental, or emotional energy that we can run through within these seasons. The more you stay centered, the more you will be able to move your manifestations further with ease and with more of a power as opposed to a force. And so when we are in low energy states or when we are in our lower self, we can say, where we're not centered, we're not getting that connection, we will feel like there is a force with the energy that needs to show up in order to create or serve or whatever the thing is that you're putting your energy into. There will feel like a force and it will be a, it will be a depletion of you as opposed to a replenishing of you. When we are connected, we will have that power. And this is where time will feel like it opens up. You'll catch yourself getting things done and realizing you had more time than you actually thought. And you will continue to surprise and delight yourself as you stay connected. And things just feel like they have a lot more ease, even if we're in a high productivity season. And so we're not looking to take things off of our plate. Sometimes that's necessary. But a lot of the times we need to look at, okay, am I enjoying and wanting to move forward everything that I have have said yes to? Because we cannot look outside of ourselves. We cannot blame. We have to look at reality and say, this is happening. So how do I create the best possible situation moving forward for me? If there are things that I am actioning in that I feel like I'm not in alignment, that's a whole other conversation. But I'm going to assume right now that everything that you're doing in life, you love and that you want to move forward and that you are 
had or have inspired energy behind you to move it forward. We just need to look on aligning you so that it doesn't deplete you. We need to stay connected. And so in shamanic philosophy, and I've talked about this here on the show, we look at the whole self. And so the whole self is your physical self, the mental self, the emotional self, your intuitive self, and ultimately your self-expression. And when these sections or bodies or parts of our self are not focused on or not being replenished or they're being depleted too much, this is where we will feel a fragmentation. We will feel a disconnection. We will feel that loss of center. So being centered, really being in alignment will feel like you are getting filled up within your day. It will feel like you have capacity for all the things that you want to do. It will feel like an ease of energy, even if something is challenging, even if we're being faced with quote unquote problems within our day, you will move through them with a lot more ease. You will feel like you have clarity. You will feel like you will be able to navigate yourself from an hour to hour perspective based on what is coming at you. And there is just this, it's power. I I use that word, it's power. It's being in full control over the state that we are showing up in and ultimately what that physical reality is responding back to us. And so let's look at the first section of this whole self, which is our physical self. When we get busy and when there are a lot of things happening or when we're on the move a lot or when there is not a lot of downtime and, and physical rest, our nervous system will get ramped up just an automatic response from the physical body. And so it's important to understand this so that we can work with it as opposed to letting it continue to get revved up and revved up and not restoring or bringing it down within different pockets of time, which I'm going to talk about. And then we end up with a crash on the other side of it. And so two things I highly recommend with your physical self is, sorry, I'm going to say three things, three things with your physical self. Number one, If you are someone who is very active or you're into exercise or you weightlift or go to the gym or run or bike or yoga or whatever, you mace training, animal flow, whatever type of exercise you like to do, I would check in with yourself and ask, is the aggression of the physical exercise I'm putting on myself a benefit to me during this high productivity season, or do I need to adjust my physical workouts in order to support the demand of energy that's needed from me? So as an example, um, I I have such a fitness background. I come from the competitive world, was a personal trainer, fitness coach, body transformation coach. And I was very much about structure and discipline. And here's my workout split for the week. And here's my workouts. And when I'm at the gym, this is what I'm doing. And there was a very, you know, there was an action plan that was followed through with. But when we are in these different seasons and there's different demands on us from different areas, it's important to calibrate as we go along. Maybe there's some lighter movements that's needed and not a lot of force, like um, resistance and force put on the body because exercise in and of itself is a stress on the body. It has its benefits hundred percent, but we have to look at what physical demands are we asking of ourselves if our mental body needs to be involved right now a lot, or we are in creation and tapping into that energy, or we are of service. And it's like our whole being that is showing up for people. We need to look at the other stressors that are coming into our life. And how do we just navigate that a little bit? How do I be easier on my physical body as I'm going through this season? I said that I was in a one of these seasons right now. And so one of the things I always walk every morning, I love my morning walks. It's very meditative and soothing for me, but I'm not lifting weights right now. Uh, I'm doing some body weight stuff. I'm doing a lot of mobility because I'm 
behind my computer right now a lot. I'm doing a lot of stretching. I'm doing a lot of, uh, I said mobility, like a lot of pin and stretch, a lot of stretching. We have a percussor, which um, uh, vibrates and agitates, or that's not the right word. <laughs> I'm using the word agitation from science. Anyways, we, I have a lot of tools that I'm using in order to help my body recover while I'm in this season. And I think that's a really good word to be able to look at. How do I recover and how do I replenish my physical body? Because the mental body will wear down the physical body just as much as something physical that we are doing with the body. And so look at your exercise routine and ask yourself, do I need to adjust this just temporarily to be able to support my physical self? The other thing is getting into a good breathing practice. So breathing is fantastic for our nervous system. So when we control our breath, you literally control your nervous system. If the body goes into a fight or flight or stress response, which it does a lot if we feel like we're busy or we're lacking time or all the things, our heart rate's going to go up, our breathing is going to go up, ultimately from the nervous system being stimulated. And so if you're doing some breathing practices and intentionally working with the breath, bringing the breath into balance, even doing, there's uh, water breathing, there's Wim Hof, there's all types of breathing that we can tap into to trick the nervous system. And so as an example, if you breathe in for four seconds, so breathe in, breathe in, breathe in. And if you hold for four seconds, and then if you release for six seconds, you release longer then you took in and that you held, you will automatically start to put yourself into a parasympathetic or like non-revved up nervous system perspective. Because when, let's say a saber-toothed tiger is chasing us or we feel like we are in physical danger, the heart rate goes up, we have to breathe heavily. And so when you can adjust your breathing into that slower parasympathetic state, you will trick the nervous system into coming down. And so being intentional about restoring our nervous system and tapping into that. And so I love doing breathing practices twice a day, if not sometimes more, or even just stopping for, you know, 30 seconds for 30 seconds. I'm going to sit here and really pay attention to my breathing. When we're doing alignment work, it's these small little shifts and calibrations throughout our day based on the environment that we are showing up and experiencing. It doesn't have to be this big, long hour production of a routine where we feel like we have to take more time for ourselves. It could be 30 seconds. It could be between clients. It could be uh, between going and picking up the kids from school. It could be while you're standing there making dinner. We breathe all the time. It could be while you're just driving and you have that intentionality. Get out of your head, into your body, relax and breathe. And so breathing is so, so, so beneficial. Um, It's a practice that I've taken up last year and this year it's so intentional for my daily work and it has been absolutely game changer. And the third thing for our physical body that we need to look at is sleep. Sleep. We all know that sleep is so important. We know that sleep restores our body. I don't need to go into the benefits that sleep gives us, but asking yourself, am I giving myself adequate sleep for the season that I'm in and listening to our body? Uh, as an example, last night, I, um, Joe was out uh, with our stepson for basketball. So he was out late in the evening and bas- he had basketball from eight to 10. So Joe's never home um, on Monday and Tuesday evenings. And so I was by myself and my stepdaughter uh, was in her room and I felt tired. And it was quarter after eight at night and I felt tired. 
And I tapped into myself and we'll talk about intuition in a second. And I asked myself, you know, what do I need right now? And the first thing that came to me was you're tired, go to bed. And I thought, okay, it's quarter after eight. And I'm never one to go to bed late anyways. I'm usually in bed by sometimes quarter after nine, nine thirty, ten at the very latest. I like my sleep, but it was quarter after eight and I felt like I needed to go to bed. So I did, I got in bed, did a meditation. I went to sleep. Sometimes we get into these routines of, oh, I'm used to going to bed at 10 o'clock every night. So I'm just going to stay up, maybe put on Netflix or scroll through social media or do something to pass that time before it's my quote unquote bedtime. This is where we need to break out of a lot of structures and routines and mental frameworks that we've put on ourselves to be able to tap in and listen and give ourselves what, our, what we need. And so really look at your physical exercise routine with the physical self, really look at your breathing and maybe bringing in some practices, go to YouTube, tap, uh, type in breathing practices. You're going to find so much stuff and play, like play with that, see what's going to work for you. And then look at optimizing your sleep or getting more sleep, or at least listening to your body. You need a nap in the afternoon, have a nap in the afternoon, if, if that's possible for you. The second part of our whole self is our mental self. And so when we are in these busy seasons, our mind can be like, <laughs> it's just going and going. I got to do this and got to do that. And there's this to do. And this is coming up and really making sure that we are not keeping so much in our minds. I'm someone who feels like I always have a running to-do list in my mind. I'm like, oh, I got to do this. Or I'm laying in bed about to go to sleep. I'm like, I got to do that. And doing brain dumps a couple times a day has been really helpful for me when I'm in these busy seasons and getting everything out of my mind. Even if it's something I feel like I need to do on the weekend or this morning, I was like, oh yeah, I got to remember, I got to go uh, pick up some deodorant. Well, I'm not going to keep it in my head, write it down. And so if you're someone who likes to do, likes to -do lists or checklists, uh, get it out of your head because you create more of that mental space in there. And so maybe in the morning, you need to write down what your priority is for the day and your to-do list. Maybe you need to do that at the end of your day for tomorrow to get it out of your head. Maybe you need to do a brain dump of some errands that you want to do on the weekend or someone who you wanted to call or something to do with your kids or something that a client needs. Whatever it is, don't keep it in your mind. Throw it on a notepad on your phone, grab a, a journal, put it on a sticky pad, like something, but just get it out of your head and do a brain dump. Sometimes even if I don't think that I need to do a brain dump or there's nothing running through my mind, I will literally just sit down with a pen, especially at the end of like a work day. And I'm like, okay, what are all the things that I've been trying to remind myself of today? Or what are the things that I need to spark myself with tomorrow or whenever or some date in the future? So brain dump and getting everything out of your mind is so valuable. The other thing to do with the mental self when we're in these high productivity seasons is to really watch how much information you're taking in. And so what demands are you asking of your mental body while there is a lot of demands for you to be, you know, physically, mentally, emotionally, and all of yourself showing up for service or whatever it is that you're doing in this season. So one of the things I'm looking at is what are the types of podcasts that I'm listening to? Is it systems and learning information? Uh, is it stuff that has to make my mind work? I usually will dump it. I'll dump it out. I'll listen to podcasts for more um, inspiration or motivation or uh, ways to be able to help me when I'm in a busy season, something like this episode. But just be careful what you're asking of your mental body on top of all the other things that you're doing. So a lot of times I'll do like, a, like an information detox. So 
I'm not going to listen to this podcast right now. I'm doing this course. Maybe I'm just going to set that aside right now, depending on what I feel my capacity is. So just be looking at how much information am I actually taking in? Maybe I don't need to be reading that article. Maybe I don't need to, you know, ask Google what this thing means. Just really be careful what you're asking of yourself. There's so much that is so automatic for us for consuming information because it's it's at our fingertips all the time. We can Google, we can search on YouTube, we can read posts on social media, we can read articles. Like there's so many things that we could do to consume information. So really just watch your consumption especially if you're in a high creative phase or creation or showing up for service and that energy is needed of you, just maybe put a little, little, a little lid on your consumption. The fourth part or the third part of ourself is our emotional self. And so really the state of our physical self and the state of our mental self really impacts our emotional self. So how we think we're going to feel, how the physical body is performing is going to create a, a state in us. Consider if you've ever been sick or burnt out or just really low on energy. How's your patience? How's your temperament? So the emotional body is very sensitive to everything. And so really looking at keeping yourself at a place of neutrality, if not higher than that on the emotional frequency scale. And so watching, am I getting frustrated doing this? Am I disappointed with my actions here? Am I angry about this? Am I scrolling on social media and I'm getting jealous or envious or having a longing to want what someone else wants? Really watch what you're, what you're putting in front of yourself to stimulate your emotional self and getting yourself to a place of neutrality. Best way to be able to do this is meditation. So if you meditate, awesome. But ask yourself, if you're in one of these busy seasons, when do I need my meditation? Because I know sometimes we can get stuck into these containers we put ourselves in of this is my morning routine and this is what I do in my morning routine and I only do my meditation in the morning. Well, hey, maybe you need a 10-minute meditation halfway through your day. Because meditation, when you can really tap into the essence of it, you will shut the mental body down, which will bring the emotional body back to a place of neutrality. And neutrality is so, so, so valuable because at a place of neutrality, we have a really... Ah, a, re- a really good level of strength to be able to be discerning of, yes, I'm going to let this drain me or no, you know, I'm going to reach for something more. I'm going to reach for a better thought. I'm going to reach for a better experience. I'm going to reach for a better action to make myself feel better. And so looking to, if you're frustrated, you don't need to be in joy and fulfillment and love and bliss. Just ask yourself to get to a place of neutrality. How do I get to a place of neutrality so that I can look at this from a really neutral perspective and decide whether I want to be frustrated about this? or reach for something higher. So meditation is key. Right now, uh, I'm doing about two meditations a day. um, And I do them back to back with my breathing practices. And meditation doesn't have to be 45 minutes. It can be five minutes if you can tap into that. It can be 10 minutes. The cool thing about breathing and meditation practices is, you know, you can do it. Maybe you're waiting for your kid to get done school. I do this all the time. Sometimes I get there a little bit early and I'm like, I'm just going to like sit in my car and do a bit of meditation as I wait for my stepdaughter, Claire. It can be before you're going to bed. You might have a little break between clients. Do a 10-minute meditation. On a lunch break, do a 10-minute meditation. Do something in order to help yourself. Because again, if we're waiting to feel better on the other side of this season we're in, we've already lost. We've already lost that connection. And when we can shut the mental body down and really bring the emotional body back to that place of neutrality, this is when you tap into your center. 
getting centered has such a grounded strength. And this is, we need to take control of the mental body and of the emotional body in order to really tap into that power. The fourth part of our whole self is our intuitive self. I was chatting about this a little bit, tapping into what do I need right now? Getting very still with yourself. And this might be great even after a breathing or a meditative practice and ask yourself, what do I need right now? What would be a benefit for me? What would be a gift for me right now? Maybe it's to go walk around the block, listen to one of your favorite songs. Maybe it's to do a breathing practice. Maybe it's to do a meditative practice. Maybe it's to take a bath. Maybe it's to cancel something in your schedule because that would give you some more space, looking at what you said yes to that maybe you should have said no to. Really, I have that holistic view of what's happening in my life. What do I need right now to bring myself back into center? And how can I do that in the most efficient way possible without disrupting all the things that I want to keep moving forward? And so I find it hard to tap into our intuition if our nervous system is revved up and if our mind is going a mile a minute, which is why really looking at bringing that nervous system down as much as you possibly can consciously, and then looking at the mental and emotional bodies, getting ourselves clear in the mind and at a place of neutrality from an emotional perspective. And then you're really going to be able to tap into your intuition from a, a much higher place. The last part of our whole self is our self-expression. And so if our physical body is tapped, if our mental body is tapped, if our emotional body is tapped, if we can't hear ourselves or really tap into that deep knowing intuition inside of us, how is that expression of you going to be coming out? Are you short and impatient with the world? Are you angry and frustrated with the world? Is your temperament very sensitive with the world? This matters. This matters for how we're creating. This matters for the relationships that we have. This matters for all the things that have meaning to us and how they are moving forward. I've said this before and I'll say it again, how you create is what you create. And alignment is caring about how you feel and closing that gap. And so getting ourselves to a better feeling place, closing that gap, creating from a better feeling place and getting to those higher levels of manifestation that we all want. So I hope this has served you here today. If you're in one of those busy, high productivity states. Awesome. High five. You got a lot going on. There's buzz. There's energy in your life. This is, this is good. There is momentum happening with things, but how can we get you back to your center so that the full version of yourself, the highest version of yourself is showing up with what you are creating? This is your control. And this is how we take our power back. And we create from a place of power, not from force. I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for joining me on this episode today. My website, simplysara.com, is a great place for me to continue to support you on your journey to alignment, joy, and fulfillment. There you will find upcoming retreats that I am hosting, resources, books, and many other helpful tools to help you on your travels through this thing called life.